You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Amino acids are organic compounds that combine to form proteins and together are the basic building blocks of the human body. Even when food is abundant in these modern times, a lot of us are malnourished in amino acids, a deficiency that can lead to diabetes, obesity, cancer, and chronic diseases. Our guest today, Dr. David Minkoff, believes that amino acid and protein deficiency is a serious global health issue and offers a powerful solution in his best-selling book, The Search for the Perfect Protein. Dr. Minkoff is the founder of LifeWorks Wellness Center, providing the most cutting-edge alternative therapies and modalities, as well as of body health a nutrition company which offers a unique range of dietary supplements to the public and practitioners. Hey, welcome, Dr. Minkoff. Thanks for being here on Wellness for Life. Thank you, Suzanne. It is great to talk to you again. Oh, it's awesome. You know what? Thanks so much for sending me a copy of your book, and and you even signed it. I really appreciate it. Really great. Love to dive into it with you. You're one of my buddies, so I was very happy to do it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, you and I have known each other for a while now, and, you know, we talk a lot about amino acids, a protein, how important it is. You know, what, what the one thing that is really true that you mentioned in your book, The Search for the Perfect Protein, is that not all proteins are created equal. And you know what? I'd love for you to expand on that. Yeah, I mean, your average person, including nutritionist and doctor, uh, look at the label and it says, okay, here's a, here's a, here's some yogurt and there's, uh, 10 grams of protein. And then they look at a can of tuna fish and it says, okay, there's 18 grams of protein. And then they look at, uh, pea protein concentrate and it says, oh, there's 20 grams of protein. As if each of these was equivalent in making protein in the human body. The only reason that we eat proteins is so that our body can then, out of those proteins, make our own. But each protein has a different utilization. Our body has a different ability to actually take that protein, break it down into amino acids, then get those amino acids in our body, and then reassemble those amino acids into our own body proteins. And they're all different, and some are really good and some aren't very good at all but they're certainly not equivalent. So if you just take, for example, the average person who's eating a vegetarian or vegan diet, the proteins that they're eating from fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds, their quality of the protein, and by quality I mean how well does our body take the amino acids that are in some spinach or some uh, walnuts and then turn that into our own body protein? And the answer is very poorly because the mix of amino acids in those proteins isn't very good. On the other hand, if you look at um, eggs or meat or fish, those are much closer to ours, and so our body can use them much better. Mm. How do you explain? You know, I love talking to um, scientists. I mean, you're a scientist to me because we we you know want to dig deeper into why these things are happening to us and that's causing you know so much chronic illnesses in this world. But you know what? When you think about it, I I, th- I always think about a, a cow. They're only well, most cows obviously the ones that are wild. They eat grass. They eat 
um, herbs. They eat, you know, stuff, food that's grown, that's mainly plant-based. Um, they are herbivores, but, but they can really digest the, those grass as well and, and break it down so that within the gut, they can utilize those amino acids to make such massive amounts of muscle and, and bone, right? So it's got to be also our digestive system. Like if we compare it to the, the cow, it's different. We, they have a different digestive system than we do. Well, right. Well, a cow has all these different kinds of stomachs and intestines than we do, and the bacteria in their intestine can break down the the proteins that are in grass or hay or whatever they whatever they they eat, and they those bacteria can make amino acids so that their bodies can then absorb them. But we are really far away from having a digestive system similar to a cow. Our digestive systems are sort of a mixture between. Um, eating, you know, sort of omnivores. We can eat fruits and vegetables. We can eat animal proteins. And our digestive system, perhaps, when it's really, really optimal and the intestinal bacteria are really optimal, perhaps it's not as important. But for most of us, uh, people's gut health is not very good at all. You know, there, a lot of people don't have enough stomach acid or they're taking medication because they have heartburn or GERD and they block their stomach acid. And many people don't have enough digestive enzymes. And many people have an intestinal lining that is damaged because they have parasites or bad bacteria, or they're eating processed foods or foods that have been saturated with uh, herbicides and pesticides, glyphosate, all this stuff, which damages our inner, inner intestinal lining. And so the foods that we eat aren't absorbed very well. And those are all challenges for all of us all the time. And the way I got into this is I started measuring people's levels of amino acids in their blood. You can, you can go to the laboratory and get a panel with 22 amino acids and measure are people getting enough in. And I found that the vast majority of patients that I see, which many of whom have chronic illness, but also I work with some real high level athletes. And almost everybody had low levels of blood amino acids, which then translates to the body not being able to fully make the proteins that it needs to every day to restore their gut lining, make neurotransmitters, build bone, build muscle. And so people are running at, you know, 30% instead of 100%. Right, right. And uh, you know, all the things that you mentioned regarding the toxicity, our digestion, every part of that is putting us in a position where we are going to have trouble producing the right amount of proteins. So then all the chronic illnesses uh, come about. I mean, you have this one page on, I think, I believe it's on page 50, is that 58? Um, that, uh, 53, excuse me, 53, that you mentioned how there are a lot of conditions. For instance, fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome, that that is all from protein malnourishment. And if you're depressed or you have anxiety, it's also from protein deficiency. Osteoporosis, osteopenia, that's from protein malnourishment. Cancers, you mentioned that autoimmune, like lupus and um, RA, rheumatoid arthritis, and then sleep disorders, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's even, these are all conditions that are basically from protein uh, malnourishment. Can you just talk about what's going on? Why is that happening? And and why are we in for all of us, uh, these these disorders in the future? 
Right. Well, when I made that list, uh, the publisher came back to me and they said, really, do you want to put that in there? <laughs> and I said, yes, because I'm seeing these people, all these people have various kinds of chronic illness, Lyme or autoimmune disease or cancer and um, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and ALS, you know, all these horrible chronic conditions. And I measure their levels of serum amino acids. Actually, I measure them at every patient that I see. And what I found is that all of these people have deficiencies in essential amino acids. They also have deficiencies in many other things. So I'm not saying this is the only thing, but associated with these diseases, you see essential amino acid deficiency. Also, many of them have deficiencies in various vitamins and minerals and these other things. And what I found is that if I could help them to restore their serum amino acids by improving their digestion and their gut health and supplementing them with essential amino acids, that we could get their health to start to improve because their body would then start to heal. If you look at the body, there are approximately 50,000 different proteins in the body. Skin, hair, nails, enzymes, neurotransmitters, hormones. There's, there's gazillions of them. And in order the, for the body to stay healthy, many of these proteins get daily wear and tear. If you for, go for your morning walk or run or you lift weights, the reason that you're sore the next day is because those proteins got injured from your workout, which stimulates them to grow stronger. But if, and, and, but if your body doesn't have enough essential amino acids coming in, it may not heal those up and you could be sore for days. If it has enough, it can heal it up right away. Our intestinal lining is supposed to be recycled so you get a new layer approximately every three to five days because in the gut itself there are a lot of very strong chemical reactions like the stomach has extremely strong acids and in the intestine there's enzymes and free radical reactions that are occurring all the time and this injures the inner lining cells so the body just like okay here's a new coat that that you guys got hurt Here's a new coat, but we find if people are deficient in essential amino acids, then instead of replacing that new coat every three to five days, it might be eight days, ten days, and what you end up with then is a leaky membrane, so a leaky gut or a leaky brain or leaky lungs, and then your body is getting things from the outside into its vital internal structures, heart, brain, lungs, kidney which can be damaging to those t tissues or set off autoimmune reactions to those tissues, all because you have a nutritional deficiency of essential amino acids. Such a great point that you're making here. It's, it just all ends up being that we really need to process these foods properly, break it down properly, and then, of course, rebuild. That's the most important part so that you don't go through an early aging process or disease. Now, can you t uh, tell the Can I just make here? one more point about yeah, this? Yeah, of course. That I, I didn't mention. The, the other part of this is that the whole detoxification system in the body, mostly based in the liver, but there's also detoxification going on in every cell. 
that this whole system is also based on amino acids, on enzymes which are made from amino acids and on, and on amino acids which are used as kind of tags to mark uh, bad things. Now, we are exposed to thousands, all of us, no matter how clean you're trying to live, thousands of environmental toxins every day, chemicals, plastics, gasoline fumes, styrofoams, flame retardants, heavy metals, herbicides, pesticides, every day, all of us. Many people also, medications, which are also toxins. If your body can't detoxify these things, which means get them out of you in a timely manner, they are going to poison your cells, they're going to get into the internal part of your cells, and they are going to cause damage to the vital parts of cells, especially what are called your mitochondria. These are the places in the cell where energy is made. And when those mitochondria can no longer make enough energy, then that cell can't do its job. It can't make detoxification enzymes. It can't make neurotransmitters or make bone. And then you really start to go downhill. So in this toxic world, having enough essential amino acids so that you're on a cellular level and also on just a body level, bones, muscles, tendons, ligaments, you've got to get these things in or you're going to, just like you said, prematurely age, not feel well, get sick. The whole immune system is made out of proteins, made out of amino acids. So these things called cytokines and antibodies, these are all proteins. And if your body doesn't have an excess of essential amino acids, you're going to get low in some of these things, and it's going to take your body down from optimum health and energy to whatever state you're in right now. Well, let's talk about that state. I mean, what are the early signs and symptoms of protein deficiency or amino acid uh, deficiency? Well, it it it's very it varies. It might be brittle hair and nails. It might be anemia, like not enough blood. The the main component in the red blood cell is a protein called hemoglobin. If you don't get enough, you might be anemic. It might be depression or anxiety or inability to sleep. These are these these chemicals in your body, these molecules in your body that support you in that way are made out of amino acids. You might be hypothyroid, like you're cold and you have no energy and your skin is dry and your brain function is slow. Thyroid hormone is made out of an amino acid. And I actually find a lot of people, when I look at the panel of essential amino acids or of, of amino acids in general, that the amino acid that the body uses to make thyroid hormone is a single amino acid. It's called tyrosine. And the body takes tyrosine plus iodine to make thyroid hormone. Almost all of the patients, when I start to see them, who have symptoms or signs of hypothyroidism, have very, very low levels of tyrosine in their blood and very low levels of iodine in their blood. And I can actually get their function better by giving them amino acids to bring those levels up. And then their body starts to make thyroid hormone or serotonin or GABA. So these are all um, 
These are all really important in all of these processes. Great. You know, you mentioned about earlier about utilizing supplements uh, to replenish, replenish and replete any forms of amino acid deficiency. In my practice, you know, I, I use your products, but I call mine is called Super 8 Aminos, and they are the eight essential amino acids that uh, I give to my patients, and they do wonders. You know, it's, it's helped so much with exercise, recovery, uh, like you talked about, thyroid function, hair and, and skin, nail growth, uh, very important for muscle mass, uh, growth, bone, even my, my uh, female patients that are in their 40s, 50s, and they start to go through um, menopausal, perimenopausal. We use a great deal of that. And the level that we use is actually high. I mean, you know, um, some people might say you just need a couple of pills. No, I actually use four to five uh, grams twice a day. I'd like for you to talk a little bit about supplementation because a lot of people are afraid of taking supplements um, to maintain their muscle mass level. Well, yeah, I mean these these are totally safe, and there there isn't any interaction between the the your super eight amino acids and any known drug or any known other supplement. So they're just basically non-reactive, very safe particles. You can't really overdose on them, and so you can take them. Um, and we find the same thing that you have to take enough of them to get a benefit. Like your average male ought to be taking at least 10 grams, which would be 10 tablets or two scoops, um, at least once every day. I do triathlons, and so I do a lot of exercise, and I there's more wear and tear on my body than probably the average person who's not working out so much. And so on many days, I will take 10 grams twice because I find that if I get enough, I can keep my body replenished so my energy, my soreness, my muscle bulk is actually stays normal. You know, most of us between age 20 and 60 lose 25% of our lean body tissue. Now, lean body tissue is muscle, bone, tendon, ligament, organ. And so you look at a guy who's 20 years old and you do a, an MRI of his leg or you do a body composition, a sophisticated body composition, you'll be able to calculate how much lean body tissue in pounds does he have. And you take that average guy 40 years later and he's down about 25%. Now this isn't, this isn't aging per se and it isn't a hereditary thing. It's a mixture of not enough nutrition and probably not enough action. So you have to keep your body moving, working out is good, lifting weights is good, running, swimming, biking, playing tennis. These are good because it forces you to leave, lose your, to, to use your muscles so that you can maintain them, but you can only maintain them if the nutrition that you're eating can keep up with it. And we find that people who are, get on, but you know, if it's a woman and she's small, so under say 110 pounds, you know, five to eight grams a day may be enough for her. But I rather people go on the high side because if you don't need them, your body will just turn them into calories. It doesn't, it won't hurt you. But you want to make sure that you're getting enough so that you get the benefit of the whole thing. You know, you sit down and take this tablet and you say, okay, what I'm doing today is making sure 
that if my body needs to make any of the 50,000 proteins that are in it, I've got enough so that there's no worries in that. And I think that's a good way to look at it. Thank you. Just Thank talk you. about one other thing. And for those people who are, who like to work out or who race or who do long distance type stuff, um, it's very common in people say if they're going to do a long triathlon or they're going to do a marathon and they train very hard for it, that after their race or after a hard workout, that within a few days, they'll get an upper respiratory infection. They'll cough, they'll have a sore throat, they won't feel well. And many athletes just take it as, you know, I just did a very hard effort and that's the reason. And what I found in myself and in my patients is that if they pre-race, load up 10 grams of amino acids three times a day for three or four days before, also on the day of the race, and also for four or five days after the race, that they don't get sick. I think what happens is if you do some hard physical effort that's long and you break down a lot of your own tissue, your ligaments, muscles, tendons, heart, that the body has a huge demand for amino acids to heal those. But the demand is also there to keep up your immune system, your immunoglobulins and your cytokines and these things. and that. If you're not getting enough in, the body makes a choice. And it says, okay, we're going to heal the muscles and tendons and ligaments. We're going to let the immune system lapse a little bit. And then, boom, you get sick or you get a cold sore or you get an upper respiratory infection. And what we find is if you load, you don't, you get, you get both protected. The immune system stays up. You don't get sick. The muscles and tendons and ligaments heal up and and you get a, you know, you get a benefit from your hard effort rather than a total body breakdown. And the same would be true of someone who's going in for surgery or someone who gets in an accident and has a big injury. The body needs a lot of these things in order to heal and grow new tissue. And so we find if we do that, we can save people a lot of hurt. That sounds great. You know, so whenever there's more of a demand on your body, whether it's from accident or exercise or, you know, uh, even if you're a student, you've got to do these all nighters. You definitely want to increase your level of amino acids going in. You know, you know, one of the things that I, I checked out, I remember texting you one time telling you, Hey, Dave, I'm going to try, you know, this whole, uh, vegan uh, diet. And I asked you, what do you think my dose should be? I am at my height, my weight, my age. And the reason why I was, I was trying that was because I'm for a little while, my cholesterol level, my LDL went up and which was really interesting. And my inflammatory uh, levels went up. And so I was just seeing what can I do to change it? And what I did find out was that my body naturally absorbs more cholesterol than an average person. But number two, it, it, I found that by increasing those amino acids, it literally helped with my immunity. It was fantastic. But what ended up happening was I ended up taking 10, 10, and when I was vegan, 100% vegan, I went 10, uh, uh, tablets three times a day. And that's something that I do recommend for people you know, who are vegan, vegetarian, uh, when you don't eat meat, when you don't eat eggs, to definitely take on the amino acid uh, supplements. And that's right. And, and they really should. And that protects them because you can be a vegan or vegetarian, but the, the biggest problem is not enough essential amino acids. So if you cover yourself with essential amino acids and you make sure you're getting enough iron and B12 and omega-3 fats, 
then you can do it and it can be healthy. Um, but if you try to do it on just food, most people don't make it. And I, I have tested many hundreds of vegans or vegetarians after they've been on those diets for two or three years. Almost a hundred percent of them have essential amino acid deficiency. And usually they're tired. They don't really feel that well. Yeah, I totally agree on that one. I would like to um, ask one more question before we go because it looks like we're just running out of time. Gosh, we have so much great things to talk about. But one of the things that I'd like to, I'd like your take on is between the uh, protein shakes that are available versus collagen shakes. Can you just give us your take on that? I I think that collagen is a is a big hype. If you look <laughs> at Good. the com- at the components, it's good marketing. It's like the best marketing. Other than whey protein, the collagen marketing has been spot on. But if you look at what collagen is made out of, it's made out of mostly what we call non-essential amino acids. So if you took collagen and you measured how much of it actually went into your system and got turned into body protein, it would be almost none of it to none of it. Collagen is mostly missing an essential amino acid called tryptophan. And so if your body, if you're eating amino acid, if you're eating proteins that don't have tryptophan, you're not going to make proteins out of them. You have to have all eight there when the proteins are made. The other thing is most collagen sources aren't very good. Collagen is feathers, hoofs, leftover body parts, you know, and are those animals actually grass-fed, non-antibiotic, non-hormoned, blah, blah, blah? No. And a lot of collagen has high heavy metals in it. So I think collagen is, it can taste good in a shake. Okay, you put chocolate in there, or they get chocolate collagens and vanilla collagens and all this stuff, and okay, great. Is it harmful to you? Only if the source is bad. Does it really build body protein? Very, very poorly. So... Um, I'm not a fan. Well, great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate that. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Minkoff. Your information is incredible. I love your book, The Search for the Perfect Protein. Is it available online now? Is it available in the stores? Yeah, it's available on Amazon, um, both in Kindle and regular form. Uh, it isn't in stores yet, but just go to, you can just go to Amazon and get it. It's, um, we actually are bestseller now in health so it's uh, people are loving it and we're getting great comments and i think it's written for your regular ordinary person and i can guarantee you that if you read this book and you understand it that you will know more about protein and body health that has to do with protein than your nutritionist or your regular doctor uh it's 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 it will really educate you in this subject and help you to make better choices Thank you, Dr. Minkoff. Thank you so much. Oh, great information. For anyone who's listening, if you would like to try out the amino acids that we use, Super 8 Aminos, I'm going to give you a discount code. It's Super 820. And so it's Super 8, the number 820. And that's going to help you get 20% off of the formulations. It is all essential eight amino acids that Dr. Minkoff talks about. We are so happy that he was able to come here and talk about his book, The Search for the Perfect Protein. Go out there and get it and learn more about how you can help your own body and for your whole family. If this is your first time listening in, make sure to subscribe because I want to continue to help serve you with the most natural current information available today. And of course, connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Suzanne. I post regularly and uh, you know it's all about 
uh, teaching you more about nutrition and self-care and lifestyle. And then, of course, don't forget to engage with me so that I can co- you know, comment and I will connect, connect with you personally there on Instagram. Now, if you need help to dig deeper with your health, health issues, I work with people all around the world glo- globally. So definitely we could do it through phone and Skype consultation. And you can go to my website uh, to get that more information. Talk to my assistant, Frank. Now, until next time, go out there and live your best life today, full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.